0: Hey, are you a fan of the leftovers
1: um yeah, kinda I, I'm a, I, I, I watched it I, I I waffle on it you know it's very lost, lost-ish I think they're gonna need to um come out with they're gonna have to tell us something
0: there was a really good preview of it on the before the true detective final episode did you see that? I it was didn't. Kind of long, longish commercial for it.
1: I didn't. See it. They're
0: apparently in this season. They're going to be in a town in Texas where nobody was departed.
1: Oh, I'm lying. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be called like Miracle Texas or something. And then, of course, bad stuff ensues. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like nine out of nine thousand people, nobody, nobody left. Right. So, this is episode eight, Omega Station of True Detective. Sadly, this uh, series is over, Michelle.
1: <laughs> Sadly?
0: What'd you think of it?
1: You know, I don't think, I don't even have words for how much I dislike this. I, I disliked it on so many different levels that I don't even know where to start. It was horrible.
0: This episode or the series? The season?
1: Um this episode in specific but the season because this episode didn't didn't do justice to the rest of it.
0: So you had high hopes after seven that it was gonna come back and do a stick the landing and
1: I really thought they could. I thought they could do some stuff with it and and I I was hopeful. Yeah. What about you? What did you think?
0: Uh, True Detective was so good that I want to talk about other shows like The Leftovers. (laughs) Uh, You know, as I was watching, I'm like, okay, we could try to figure out all this stuff and the reasons they did all this. But, you know, they did so much that it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. A lot of what they did didn't even matter.
1: Most of what they did didn't matter. Like
0: Jordan, is Jordan double-crossing Frank? Didn't matter. Who is the father of the baby, the rape baby? Didn't matter. Didn't really matter. You know, Ray was going to be the same Ray.
1: Well, right. Whether
0: it was his baby or, you know, the other guy's baby. Who killed Casper? Didn't matter.
1: Oh I know. Was that, that was even a letdown. It's like really. And I mean all of these coincidental things coinciding at the same time to make this this jumbled up mess of a show that they're showing us all of this different things. It was like they they led us down different paths and it's okay to do that as long as you make it matter like you said but but nothing mattered and like that whole story about annie and what happened with her i thought that could have been tied in to something that went on in this corruption and the girl trading and all that no i mean nothing it's just like all these dead end trails
0: yep so i i was thinking about okay scene by scene what's going to happen in episode eight and then i thought I started, didn't, I didn't care. So I started thinking about like secondary stuff. Like, first thing I thought, I was like, criminals can wire money just like other people, like normal people wire money. You don't need a big block of $12 million in cash and perfectly crisp packed bills. They can wire money. <laughs> Why is all that money in cash? Why is that big, big collection of money in cash? And that's a good point. How do they have, where do they get all this cash? You gotta, you know, you don't, you don't collect money like that so neatly, stacked up. I mean, if it really is cash from all these various ne- nefarious deals that they've done, it's gonna not look so perfectly bank, you know, like the bank. They just went to the bank and got this nice new, crisp, you know, wads of bills of cash. Right. It just, it was just show, you know. Also, why was there no insurance at the jewelry store in 1992? Why did Laura slash Erica have to go into a life of prostitution? Her parents would have had that jewelry store insured. She might have been a little kid when they killed her parents, but when she got to be 18, she would have had a settlement from the insurance. It would She would have been better taken care of than this poor foster orphaned little destitute girl. Right. The insurance, to the, the jewelry store doesn't just go away because people robbed it and killed the parents. There would have been life insurance. There would have been business insurance on a two-point-whatever-million-dollar theft.
1: And see, uh, you're even thinking about it deeper than I did. There were so many things like that that I couldn't have. I'm, I mean, to go down every one of those rabbit holes, Who who knows? I didn't even think about all that, but you're absolutely right about that.
0: So I started researching other stuff, too, like Michael Hyatt is was the actress who did, who was Davis, the cop that got killed, the kind of head cop, Annie's boss. Okay. And I thought – well, I started looking at her. I'm like, well, she looks like Morgan's uh, dead wife, the doorknob-twisting wife in Walking Dead, the lady who walked up just –
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I'm like, that's her. That's her from The Walking Dead. But it's not her. turns out that's not her. But she was Brianna Barksdale. She was Avon Barksdale's sister in The Wire. So I knew she looked familiar from somewhere.
1: Oh, but she did. You're absolutely right. That That is who it looked like, like the zombie yeah. from The Walking Dead. Uh, you're right.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I started looking up this weird stuff. and
1: uh, Well, you surely didn't look it up during the episode. No, no. no but this I'm like, was so jam-packed. I mean, just it was another seven as far as all the information they were spilling. And as they spilled it, you thought, What?
0: What? I've orange zoned this one, Michelle. It's in the orange zone. Orange is the new black zone for me. So if you want to illustrate a scene, just go for it. I gave up. We have a podcast on Orange is the new black and I just like kind of gave up on it. And that's how I kind of feel about this episode eight. So I don't know. We can go through it. But scene by scene, Annie and Ray have this flashback. Which was kind of cool. They have flashbacks, but to their experiences, not to the real life. Right. That was a that was a little interesting. And and of course, their interactions are sex, basically, uh, or their connections towards leading them to connect sexually. But I thought that was interesting. The flashbacks didn't reveal things in their separate past. It was just their flashbacks of their experiences together. But all in all, it's it was just too much. It wasn't interesting. Um, I don't know. would do you have anything in particular any overall thoughts of this episode and the season before we jump into it?
1: um, the same thing you said it was entirely too much information they they I didn't even care about this show at all until episode I don't know what four or five, and then I started going okay and Considering it's an eight episode anthology, that's not good. That was way too long for me. And it I really felt like I had to power through the beginning of it. And then as they got us into it, it was so much information, it almost felt like a job to watch the show. And um
0: Your job is the podcast,
1: Michelle. <laughs> well, to podcast it. Is It is a job to make notes on It's like a job that, that they you they have to about.
0: go to every day and then come home and do homework after your job. All right, <laughs> now I want you to break down what you did today and give me a full report tomorrow.
1: It's I was like... going to ask you, though, our Twitter friend, he's, he made a comment, um, Daniel, about that. You mean Wait, you
0: mean one of our many thousands of Twitter friends, Michelle? Yeah. Not our Twitter friend in the singular?
1: Well, I meant... One of our Twitter friends, Daniel, he made a comment about the distance um, and that they couldn't be traveling this far in the amount of time. Like like they're saying, um, you know, let's hop in the car and go to here. And it was way, and I don't know because I'm not from that area, but you do. I was wondering if you noticed.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, hi. Let me look it up here. Oh, hi. Oh, hi.
1: He said, like, you'd have to pack a bag if you were going that far. No. Or something. Well, not not really. It's it, Well,
0: yeah, he is right. Because he said, I'm 40 miles out. He was coming, when Ray was coming back to Annie and he's like, I'm 40 miles out. Because they robbed those guys up in Ojai, which is like north of LA, Santa Barbara. It's like up the coast and then in the mountains. But some yeah, of the geography think- doesn't match up.
1: Well that's what I was saying. I don't think he was talking about this specific and I hope I'm doing him justice by telling this. I, I didn't write it down but but yeah that um in in previous episodes when they were going from uh I don't know maybe the house that was in the mountains that you couldn't figure out was it in the mountains or was it you know some other place and back and forth that it was really a distance that we're talking about and it didn't match up time-wise
0: yeah well northern california where this Pântapicam thing is in gurnville is 450 miles from la
1: which turned out to be nothing too can we just point that out
0: yeah that's right not <laughs> i don't know but the, yeah that that that's a good that's a good eight hour drive with traffic It could be longer it's basically a desert that you drive through it 80 miles an hour for six of those eight hours. And then you got LA and San Francisco metropolitans on each end of it that you got to work your way through, but it's 400 miles. And, and then they threw in Monterey for some reason, which is a different place when we, when when they said they got something out of Monterey.
1: Well, that didn't even make any sense. I mean, why would they not even have that stuff accurate?
0: In well, maybe they did and it was just told poorly because it was uh, was not clear to me. I live in California. I've made that drive hundreds of times or not that many times but a lot. And it's – you know it's a long drive. But they somehow dropped in the word Monterey or that some, something happened in Monterey, uh, which I guess – I guess what I'm thinking of as Monterey was when they got the papers from McCandless's house at the party – Mm-hmm. I thought that was Guernville, but I guess McCandless's house was in Monterey. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. That's the problem. <laughs> I did like Rachel McAdams' side boob shot when she's sitting in the bed talking to Ray. She had one of those white nighty slash tank tops on. She's pretty hot. So looking I at looking notice. at these people was not hard to do. That was one saving grace of this.
1: That's absolutely true
0: but she had it's a good side true. boob shot.
1: I, I I didn't notice that when I was, I started to say I'll go back and rewatch, but you know that's not true. Um another saving grace for me anyway and something that I really enjoyed about that the whole season is I think I can now take Vince Vaughn more seriously as a dramatic actor. I don't think it was good, but the 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 whole thing but I did believe him. I started believing him, and that surprised me, because I'm pretty stubborn.
0: Yeah, I mean the best parts of Vince Vaughn were when he was the Vince when they had traces of memories of Vince Vaughn from like Swingers and his comedies. When he, the guy that got beat up in the street, he comes running up to him, and the the sure. Vince the the tough Vince Vaughn, the kind of funny tough, like when he's stabbed, he's like, "You can do this. It's you know this is okay. It's going to be okay." That was kind of quasi-comical, like, of course it's not okay. You're stabbed and you're walking through the desert.
1: Right. But, right. I
0: don't know.
1: Yeah, but but we had that, even in season one, you have the little one-liners and the zingers from uh McConaughey and uh, Harrelson. And that's what made it good. It was like a little tiny second of comedic relief. So I kind of see what they were going for with vince vaughn in this it's just at the beginning that dramatic acting was so over the top i guess for just maybe for what i'm used to i don't know if other people felt the same or not but
0: so episode eight there was a little bit of hope that jordan and frank were going to get away and then annie and ray were going to get away there was a little bit of hope for that so that made the story a little bit compelling at least for this final episode but which by the way didn't need to be 90 minutes. They had a bunch of stupid stuff that span expanded it out to 90 <laughs> minutes. They could have done this in a regular 60 minute. But but Michelle looks like Nails was going to Venezuela with uh Jordan.
1: Yep. It they, was Nails. Ma-
0: they mentioned uh Barquisimeto Bar-K- and El obelisco, And I guess they were going to send he was going to send Nails and Jordan and meet them in 2 weeks. Yep. Um so, but they have their Casablanca moment, Frank and Jordan. That was the first clue that they weren't going to make it because they had the "see you and see you soon, honey." Uh, and Frank's goodbye to Nails even was sweet, too sweet to believe that he was ever going to see him again. Now, yeah,
1: when but she, I was pulling for it, weren't you? Yeah,
0: but that was the clue that it wasn't going to happen. Uh. That was the Hank saying goodbye to Marie moment. I, I know, or not but goodbye, but something. I love you.
1: Come on, give us something with this, right? I mean, we've struggled through this whole dark thing. Give us something.
0: Nope, nothing. You'll have we nothing got and nothing. love it. <laughs> so Nails takes Jordan in the car and she gets in the back seat. Now, what's up with that? Get shotgun, bitch. Get in the front seat and ride in the front seat <laughs> with him. Uh, but it looks like Jordan was true blue, so there was no double cross. So that mystery gets solved. Yeah, We kind of know that at this point. Yeah, Paul gets zipped up in his bag. His, uh, Ray calls the phone and Paul's phone, and gets Burris. So that's that. He knows now that Paul's gone. Um. But this, the accounting. Okay, so there's account. There's an accounting of all this exposition. Like we had to tie up all these loose ends. Right. But it doesn't fit in the remaining episode. There was too much to tie up in one episode you could have made it three hours long and it was just too much at one sitting to to tie up all these loose ends
1: right to ingest it all too to absorb any of it it was like they were just throwing it at us i felt like
0: yeah it was jammed in so ray knows paul's dead ray knows now that lenny the studio photographer is leonard the brother of the girl in the jewelry heist
1: yeah and didn't they just kind of ascertain that i mean didn't that just kind of come to him at that point
0: yeah, Lenny wait a minute, Lenny might be short for Leonard. I, I don't know. It was a dopey. Frank goes to Chisani's and finds the the older Chisani, Austin Chisani, floating in the pool. And he sees the dopey Russian wife. She's all shaggy and hungover looking. Now that's a normal day for her, right?
1: Was that the Russian wife? I
0: thought, I thought so. That-
1: I thought it wasn't, maybe it was her. I mean, if it was, they did rag her up a lot. I thought it was just somebody else in the house. I thought it was like a, a girl. I don't know. I mean, now I'm confused about that. I thought
0: she was the wife. I don't know. It might've been. But you know know what, Michelle? It doesn't matter.
1: No, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't (laughs) matter. I thought she was just like a hooker. You know, I don't know. She was Um. too
0: upset, though. She screams fake screams. I don't know. Oh,
1: anybody would scream. If I saw somebody dead in a pool, I I, don't even have to know them.
0: Yeah, that's nasty for the water.
1: It's not good. So
0: Tony is the new object of interest, Tony Chisani, the son. Um, So Frank's talking to this hooker. And it was funny because he gives her the Louis C.K. line. Like, think think with your head. Like Louis (laughs) when the girl was trying to put the – super jumbo bag in the overhead he's like look see it with your eyes look with your <laughs> eyes a little cross promotion there michelle and i do a louis ck podcast we do but um that was a little funny even though it wasn't supposed to be well maybe no, it was I, supposed to be i don't know
1: i don't know but i even wrote down right here i don't even understand this scene the point of it other than to show us that chasani's dead I just, I, I didn't even get it. We're, we're in the, we're in the finale, and I didn't get that.
0: So another thing that doesn't matter, Michelle, that seemed very important at the beginning was this whole stupid dramatic chicken head, f- falcon, head, yeah. Maltese falcon head. <laughs> yeah. Wyatt, what's up with that?
1: I don't know.
2: So dumb. I was dumb. hoping you
1: would tell me. Okay, okay, we've got to quit. This is so bad. This is so bad. We're sitting here being so bad. But, um, yeah. Hey, crap
0: in, crap out. We're just reporting on what they gave us.
1: uh, I did not understand the bird head.
0: So Erica's chained up to a fireplace. We saw that coming, right?
1: Yeah, just just happened to walk in. This is uh, Casper's Hollywood home, right, that they're in? That's where they ended up going in?
0: Yeah. um, Yeah. Ray yeah, it. it's not Hollywood. It's mm, what Bel Air or something. It's a really nice oh, I area. I thought it was
1: the Hollywood home that that Ray got shot in. I thought that was the Hollywood home, but maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? It doesn't matter.
0: That was if Casper's it... home, not not.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, That's what I meant to say. Casper's Hollywood home. That's what I meant. No,
0: I thought that was, I thought it was Chisani's Bel Air Bel Air mansion. Cause he was killed. He, that's where he was, and his wife was there.
1: No, but then we're in another scene. I'm not talking about where Chassani died. I'm talking about next when Ray and Annie go into the house with the bird head. Oh, where she's that chained up. Yeah, Hollywood home.
0: Yeah, I Why is that place still? Why is that place not police taped off?
1: Why is it not? And and how is the guy who shot Ray still there with the bird head? And they just happened to walk in as um what's her name Laura
0: Laura was, and Erica yeah. was, so she calls Hannah. she's calling out Lenny's name and they record her story they get her story she was a hooker at 16 which i already previously said doesn't make sense she should have resources she should have, should have had insurance uh something not just your parents got killed so you have nothing kid you're thrown away you're in the you're in the system now
1: Yeah, and then she goes back to uh, Casper and gets him to hire her by changing her name and dyeing her hair. Right. Okay.
0: So Lenny was the chicken eye burner outer on Casper with the acid. He burned his eyes out.
1: Out of the whole story, that's what it ended up being. That's what started this whole thing and the whole collapse. I don't know.
0: So they meet at this public. They want to meet at a public place at the, tra- at the train station. Turns out to be the Anaheim train station for some reason. Is that, I, I guess that's the Omega station. Uh,
1: that's what I said. I don't
0: know. It never said that on the on the on the name of the station. It said Anaheim, right? Which I guess was going to be part of the whole railway system for that high speed rail. Okay. So they send Erica North to Seattle with no money or plan or anything. Just get the hell out of here. Good luck. What's she gonna do? What she's gonna get on a bus with nothing and just get off in Seattle and forget everything and be
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She won't go back to, you know, being a hooker or anything like that because you know
0: I mean they even tell her to forget your brother, forget your past.
1: Well yeah, Annie kinda seals his fate right there by saying, Forget him, you know, he's been gone. Lay him to rest. You lost him years ago.
0: So, Scarface girl takes Frank up into the freezer dormitory, the the walk through freezer with the back fake back in it.
1: Okay, I loved that. I really did. I really have like um like a I don't know a fondness for these like panic room kind of things that are hidden in places. It's really an interesting thing to have. A situation like that.
0: It was a pretty big room to be hidden though. You would look at it seems like you could look at the outside of the building and say, Okay, there's a second floor on that thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it was a little tiny
0: coffin shaped room or something, you could buy it maybe, but they were walking around and stretching out.
1: Oh, sure, sure. But then they're also showing us that this room has been used. This is a whole new thing that they've thrown in about Frank, right? Or at least yeah, the it's like a Yeah, it's like a
0: bunkhouse. It's like for multiple people.
1: Yeah, and it was for people who were trying to, is it come into the country, get out of the country? That's kind of what they were using that for, right? That's what they insinuated?
0: Yeah, it was for OSIP's stream of prostitute girls to come in.
1: Oh, it was OSIP's girls.
0: Well, it was for the girls working at the club, right? The the hooker slash dancer slash...
1: Okay, I thought it wasn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know Frank or the Scarface girl had anything to do with that.
0: Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe she just knew about it.
1: Yeah, but then why would you... I mean, if you have a room in your bar that's... Well, because you know,
0: she took over the bar. I mean, they had to know about it. They had to know it was there.
1: It well, sure, sure. They knew it was there. But what I'm saying is, I didn't think they had anything to do with that. I thought this room was something set up that the Scarface girl was using to get um, people into or out of the country, whichever way. I never could figure that out. But yeah, I mean, but I... she
0: wasn't into that. Osip wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. This is another thing. It doesn't matter. So, Ray cowboy hats it up at this Anaheim Transit Center. Nice disguise, Nick Pizzolatto. The Ray, Ray with that Pizzolatto. cowboy hat was totally blended right into the crowd. Nobody would have noticed him.
1: I said exactly the same thing.
0: <laughs> He's more prominent than he would have been just as Ray without a hat on. I know. Just be... just.
1: Uh. I know, put on a ball cap or something. I mean, you know, put on something that's going to fit in with the scenery a little better, but...
0: So he finds Lenny and he's mad. Uh anything else Michelle? Anything else besides some, oh we're big surprise Lenny's mad. He's the blade and the bullet. Ooh, we're going to be we're going to be uh afraid of him now cuz he's mad.
1: And he's so guilty looking as he's standing there. I mean, anybody would notice this guy standing there because he's like literally crouched against the wall kind of um, glancing around like he's high on something, and it was it was crazy.
0: So Holloway and Burris show up, show up at this place, and Ray lures them now right next to Lenny, back to back, <laughs>
1: yep. so he
0: can overhear everything. That's a pretty good strategy. And in in this bag, there's the hard drive and the documents that they've stolen. And Lenny overhears the the conversation and gets mad and jumps jumps their shit and starts starts this conflict, I guess.
1: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to have to call BS on something else here too. Um like last episode when Paul went to get the pictures you can't get pictures once they're online. I mean, it's not like that. These documents and stuff Really? They would bother, like, meeting to get them because, geez, there's no way we could have made copies of these things or anything like that, right? The whole thing is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous in this day and age to think, I'm going to get that and think you've got the only copy of it. What's the point of even having it physically? You Well, know
0: also, going to he calls, he's calling them, he's hauling Ray or Randy or somebody, and he's saying, I'm I'm about to go in, I'm going to lose my phone reception, and, and, and doesn't even tell them where he is or what he's doing, or, it, it, it's just stupid. I mean, it may be, in, the only explainable part of that is that he was on a death wish, and he knew he wasn't going to come out of it.
1: Well, I mean, why would he fight so hard if he were on a death wish, you know, but it it just doesn't make any sense. You can't go there to get pictures. These police people can't go there to get the documents and feel like, oh, well, now we're safe. Golly gee, now we've got the documents. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. It's not like there's could only be one copy of anything. It's just it doesn't make any sense to me. Would you feel, if there were something, like a picture of something, of you know, that you didn't want out, would you feel safe? if somebody you know gave you a copy of the thing. I mean, no
0: but you... i might go i might not go with the intent of getting the picture from him but i might go to see him and hopefully if i'm a guy like paul maybe kill him or kill off kill off the you know you yeah, got but
1: even that in this day and age what good would that do i mean that's gonna do you no good well it
0: might stay on the guy's cloud part of his computer somewhere without ever <laughs> getting sent. I mean, seriously, wait, you, you can't just do nothing. I don't know. I, but to get the pictures is maybe more to get the people than right. the pictures. Right. So I don't know, they're at this train station. They have the, the explanation, exposition of this, the Amarillo shootout, blah, blah, blah. We, are, we saw all that. We didn't really need to hear it. But, Michelle, you don't diss somebody's sister, especially when they're right behind your back. So it's stabby, stabby, shoot, shoot. Uh They get into a fight. And the rescuing cops show up and they shoot everybody. They shoot the perpetrator and the hostage. They shoot Holloway and the guy. Oh, I
1: know. (laughs) I know. know. That was pretty bad. But I wonder if that was supposed to be on purpose.
0: Killing off Holloway? Right. Mm, Maybe. If the cops, the low-level cops in the train station are up to something
1: yeah it's just
0: stupid so then we get some super high elevation arrow shots of like the desert and the land between places and i don't know if that was supposed to be a message like things are coming together finally and here's the high level view of everything literally so we get a literal high level a high elevation um i don't remember seeing such high shots as these from before in this in this season um But we see those. And then Frank, we go back to his freezer dorm room and he's making plans up there. Uh, Annie shows up and he tells her about this Bar Bar -bar Kizamento, where Jordan's going to be in Venezuela. And Annie, you know, I thought Annie's hair looked like crap. Michelle, I'm going back to my secondary critique of of (laughs) non-important things. Annie's hair looks like crap when it's dark at the roots and colored on the ends. Is that a look? Is it supposed to look like that?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, it's either, it's, I mean, girls do that, I think sometimes on purpose, but it's also just a color job, you know, like a dye job that's grown out too. So I don't know. But it was
0: way grown out. It was like three inches long that were dark. Yeah.
1: I've seen people do it intentionally, but, um, but I would think that it's kind of showing us that she just hasn't kept up with her hair. She
0: looks better with that little pixie cut she gets. But anyway, Frank tells Ray about Venezuela and the $12 million deal. So uh, 90 minutes now. Still, I don't know how far in we here, we are here with this, but there's a lot of scenes that are just too long, you know, too much. We don't care about a lot of the stuff that they're trying to explain. Yep. All right. So Scarface and Annie discuss the route of how they're going to get Annie into uh, Mexico. They're gonna to go to Ensenada. They're gonna go L.A. to Ensenada to San Miguel. I've been to Ensenada, Michelle, on a cruise. Ensenada's a crap-ass little shit town in Mexico, like Tijuana.
1: Oh, really? It's right
0: over the border from San Diego. Okay. It's. A, I wouldn't go there now. I'd. I'd be worried about getting robbed or something. I wouldn't even go to Ensenada or uh, Tijuana. You used to be able to walk. You take a cab. <clears throat> excuse me. You take a cab from San Diego to the border and walk over the fence and there'd be all these poor Mexican people selling chiclets little boxes of chiclets gum for whatever you'd give them really on the on the stairs as you cross the border
1: chiclets
0: yeah chiclets that's kind of cool so um but I wouldn't go there now anyway so they're gonna go to Ensenada they're gonna take her to Ensenada and um it was funny. It was it was a cruise with my sister and my little niece. My little niece was like four years old, five years old. We were walking around shopping in the market in Ensenada. Now it's probably I don't know. You could probably still go there, but I don't think I would.
1: I bet your niece liked the chicklets <throat> too then.
0: Uh, yeah, we didn't walk. We were on a cruise. That's another. Oh. That was oh sorry. That was Tiana. Tiana. Um. So. Did did you think the Scarface girl was up to something maybe negative here? Like she was going to set them up for something?
1: You know, I worried a little bit. I mean, I couldn't imagine her doing that to Ray because she's had like this ongoing relationship with Ray. But honestly, I just didn't care. I mean, I just could not. I just kept thinking if they throw in some curveball like that in the ninth hour, you know, I mean... I just don't care.
0: Yeah, Frank gave her money for that little dreary cafe, so she she was probably pretty true blue, too.
1: Right, and we kind of found out her story here. I would have loved to have heard her story prior to this end dump of everything that we heard, um, but it was just almost like an afterthought, and I would have liked to have heard it before we've talked about her, you know, and her why she's there and her... Uh, willingness to let Ray sit there when the bar's closed and sleep, you know, in his chair and stuff. and But we didn't hear anything about her until it's thrown in, like in the jumble of all this. So even it it kind of diminished that to me.
0: So we find out Annie wants to nail Pittler, and Ray wants to give back to Woodrow. He feels like he owes Woodrow and they smoke, they share cigarettes like uh like uh, who does? Like the House of Cards guy. Is his oh, name yeah. Frank too?
1: Frank, He's, yeah.
0: They share a cigarette a lot. Anyway, they have this conversation. They have a Frank Jordan-like conversation of would you just run with me if that was all we had? Would you just run away with me? Forget all the all the revenge and money and everything. Right. Well, that was kind of cool. So I, I like uh, that. So Frank and Ray make quick work of Team OSIP. Up in Ojai. Just not, no problem. Got a couple tear gas grenades and some semi-automatic and automatic fire. And bam, no problem. We get this big $12 million block of cash. Uh, and Annie finds out that Pitler has been pitlered. His Him and his files have been taken out.
1: Yeah, what happened there, though? Because, I mean, his wrists were slit. He did it himself. No, oh,
0: that had, that had to be something McCandless or something. Catalyst group related, I think. Don't you You think he just killed himself? I don't know. And then stole his own files?
1: Well, I mean, he didn't steal his own files, obviously, but maybe because the files got stolen and all that stuff was coming out, he did. I don't know. He pulled out
0: I mean, woe is me and killed himself?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I've never seen anybody else kill somebody by slitting their wrist. It's
0: a good... No, it could do it. Just
1: hold, yeah, I'm hold sure. hold it Sure, but it just seemed odd that that's what they showed.
0: It's dumb times two. Yeah. Anyway, so they get the cash, which they could have wired, but they get it certified <laughs> checks. You know, come on, you don't need fricking bills for this money.
1: Yeah, well, Frank's just said how hard it would be for Ray to access his bank account, so maybe they're just.
0: So your smart I dude know. set up a bank account in the name of X. Yeah. Anyway, they lugged this gigantic cash stash down to their car. Uh, and Frank says, see you down south. Very Andy Dufresne style. Yeah. And um, by the way, Michelle, do you think Red ever made it to see Andy in Zinwantaneja?
1: Yeah, he did. Remember?
0: He walked. He seen him walking down the beach. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess they did.
1: Yeah, he made it.
0: All right, so now here's where Ray calls Annie. He's 40 miles away. He's heading back south now from Ojai.
1: Okay, how much did this scene piss you off? Well, you knew knew it was
0: coming. This is where you... Come
1: on! How many times is he going to say goodbye to Chad? Come on! Are you kidding me? Sorry.
0: Uh, He's got everything in his hands. He's got the woman that loves him. They've got a route to escape. He's got cash. But Uh, no, he screws it away. For him, he screws it up for him and for her. He leaves her high and dry.
1: I know. For what? For what? He has said goodbye to Chad three times. Look, look, I'm a mother. I love my kids. I'm not sure I could and well, I'm actually sure I could never have made the choices that Ray's made, but if you make the choice and you're gonna do it, then do it. Quit going back and saying goodbye. How horrible is that for Chad, even. I mean, did he not think that if Chad's sitting there and he goes back and of course they're gonna be staking Chad out, then somebody could come and like, you know, put a bullet through his head right there in front of Chad? I mean Ray was not that stupid, was he? Would, did they portray him that stupid the whole time? For for one last look and a thumbs up and a wave, he's going to risk um his son seeing something tragic. And, and though,
0: and a salute.
1: Come on. Ugh, I hated that. I hated that. That made me mad.
0: All right, so Scarface Girl gives Annie the hair color kit and... uh. What were your thoughts on the pixie, Rachel's pixie? Um, I
1: I liked it. I liked it a whole lot more than I liked her other hair. I wasn't used to the darker look, and she was so pale, and I'm sure that that was part of the, you know, just the nuance of it. But um, I wish she had a little more color in her cheeks, but I did like it.
0: So Frank gets the jewels, the passports, and by the way, as a side benefit, gets his Admiral Club upgraded on United. That was good. Um it's all too smooth though. It's way too smooth, it's too ominous. We know something's gonna be less than perfect. They took care of Osip with like no problem. Everybody's on the way to where they need to be, smooth as silk.
1: And how fast is all this happening? We're talking about like ten minutes into this, you know. Whole show and all of this stuff is just like rolling neatly together.
0: Well, if Ray going to see Chad was dumb, his decision, his the depiction of his decision, hmm, Ray to Chad, Ray, Chad to Ray. What should I do? What should I do? Here's the Laurel Canyon exit. It's coming up close. Er, pulls off on it. Just too hard to resist. Uh, he goes and sees Chad, and Chad's what was he doing? Playing poker with the badge in the in <laughs> the. Tuco's grill cellulite.
1: I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's poker, but yeah, I mean he happens to be sitting outside at that moment. He happens to have the badge facing so Ray can see it from the angle in which he comes up. I mean, give me a break. Yeah,
0: he carries that badge every single day to school
2: to
1: And sits it beside takes it out to recess. Yep. Even if it were in his backpack or something, if Ray had, like, found his backpack to leave him a note and it had been in there, that would have been touching. But really? Ugh.
0: Well, they have the sir, yes, sir, salute, and that, that was the end of their interaction. Yeah. So, Michelle, where the F is Frank's or is Ray's survival instinct? He Okay, he gets back to his car. He sees that it's been tagged with a tra- tracker. Where is this instinct to just run and get away or run, leave the car, walk, get a uh, jack, another car, call an Uber, get a cab, take a bus? <laughs> Why does he just get back in the car and then it's like, okay, the whole world's after me. I'm caught.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't he have gotten the money out of the car and just disappeared?
0: Stupid. They try to make his decision look dramatic, but it's just stupid. It's like – he whimpers and complains, and then, of all things, goes and runs into a wooded area that's got nowhere. I mean, I can't put I can't put that scene in the in the in the city of L.A. anywhere. I don't know that much about the Laurel Canyon neighborhood, but I don't think it's redwoody, mountainy like that, where you're all of a sudden in the city and traffic and streets, and then you're next thing you know, you're in a giant redwood forest.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, that's—I don't know that area. And whoever
0: the guy was on Twitter that said that's not geographically possible, he's right about that. There is no close redwood forest. I mean, they were rustic. They were out in the middle of nowhere.
1: But but but, but why? Why would he have? He led them there. He dropped bread. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. There was a. There was a. What was that? A tra- GPS on his car. They were following him the whole way. Why? Why would he get back in that car? And it was
0: dramatic. He was running out of gas too, and the phone. Uh, he was running out of phone signal and phone power. It, and know uh, it was just ridiculous. So, uh, Vince, Vince, stupid too. Frank. He gets jacked at an intersection. Bitch, please okay. get. Don't be. St- <laughs> Don't pull right up to the car in front of you and then get jammed behind with a car right behind you.
1: <laughs> okay, this was... I'm trying not to sound shrill because I just want to scream about this. This was the worst to me. This was the worst part of the whole episode. Everything has went totally smoothly and then suddenly the Mexican guys are going to show up Jam him in at exactly the right time. He's all, all Frank has to do is get from point A to point B, and they somehow corner him during this teeny little t- time frame at exactly the right time. They didn't corner him when he's on his way to get Osep. They didn't corner him when he's on his way to the, uh, you know, to the secret room. None of this. It's after everything's played out, and then this is going to be what stops Ray because they can't move the drugs through the air, through his, uh, through his bars.
0: This was the, the problem of too much exposition and too little time. They had to, they had to slam shut these doors to, you know, to, and without, without enough story to back up the events, but then they have the grave already dr- dug up and ready for him. It, it was just dumb. So Annie gets her Pixie on. We see her results of her dye job and her pixie cut. Um And I made a note here okay, Ray's I guess still Ray's still trying to get away. But or still still is he trying to get away? What's the yeah, hell is he this, doing?
1: I don't know what he's doing, but this is where Ray calls her and tells her he's gonna be late. This is where it shows that. In the sequence, but I guess why
0: why I wrote this is he says I'm going to be late, and then he tells Felicia that he's done for, so he knows he's done for. How does he know he's done for? What a pussy! You got a gun, fight. I agree.
1: I got nothing. That's all.
0: Just so weak. He's burning. But meanwhile, he's burning up valuable phone battery time talking to Felicia and Annie. Right. Uh, but we turn Felicia turns out to be true blue. I guess we already said that. But she's she's honorable.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Frank's going to his grave. He's not going to give up that suit though. Stab, dreams, die. He sees a ghost along the way. I mean, what else? What else is there to say? That ghost along the way thing was arty, but it wasn't very. I didn't think it was very good storytelling.
1: I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, if we'd had more time to like or to know the characters that he were seeing, then maybe it would have had more meaning to me. I I didn't hate that, though, honestly, because I thought that they were showing us, for sure, Frank's not going to make it out of this. Of course, when you see his trail, and there's like a literal trail of blood and he's stabbed, like not in the foot, but in the side, then you know it's probably pretty bad. But
0: So it turns out if Frank hadn't burned his clubs, he probably would have got away. Um, but so do you think he burned the clubs to screw the Mexicans? Because he, he ends up killing Osep. He's It's not really much revenge on Osip if he's going to take him out anyway.
1: That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. It was
0: just anger at the moment. And then he left some cash in there to make it look like it was, like, something different than him just burning it. It To who? And why? Yeah, it didn't add up to anything. So Armenians, Russians, Mexicans, like, he could have just gotten away. He could have just left and killed Osip, and that was the revenge. I don't know.
1: Yeah, Osip wasn't going to get the clubs anyway. 'Cause he was gonna be dead, right? In Frank's mind. So why why would he do that? That's a great point.
0: Frank's scene final scene was very breaking badish too. That scene in the desert
2: with the yes, grave. Yes.
1: That's exactly what I thought.
2: And then I don't they know.
1: keep flashing back and forth between that and and um Annie getting on the boat and then flashing to um, to Ray running through the woods and shooting people and then Annie on the boat and then Frank in the desert and it's just back and dizzy. It was dizzyingly.
0: So Annie knows the moment of death. What's this chick thing about knowing moments of death like this? Is that really a chick thing? Do you guys know that when your man gets killed?
1: <laughs> I don't know. The life bleeds know. out of him, you know? I don't know. It
0: seemed like they were trying to imply that, that she knew that he, was, he was gone.
1: Well, Jordan showed up. I mean, she had Annie beat.
0: Ray gets burned by the press, but he's the daddy. I don't know who this scene was even for, uh, that, he, that he was the daddy for us, maybe, but didn't mean anything to anyone.
1: No, I mean, I was glad, I guess, but, you know, you're, you're right. He gets demolished in the press, So so now let's tell Chad. Okay, yeah, this was your father.
0: Is that going to, is that, was that test for Gina? I mean, did she, I know she probably wanted, I know a woman would probably want to know that, but in the story, what did that serve?
1: I suppose it was something that she could use against him. It should, should he ever come back? I mean, that was Ray's word, you know, his word was. You do what I want, and I'll leave Chad alone. You know, you don't tell him, and I'll just go away. But if he had ever come back, um, you know, she could have said, this isn't your kid. So, but that's the only thing I could get out of it.
0: So Woodrow gets a highway named after him. That seems to be a bad trade for getting killed. <laughs> it's a section of a highway named after him. Tony Chisani's the mayor the rail deal keeps going. So very much like season one where the biggest of the big shots keep the train keeps rolling without much slowing them down.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and we see Annie and Jordan in Venezuela, they're babysitting and it looks like Ray's, uh, had a little baby with Annie. Um,
1: yeah, she said that about, uh, Ray's sons, his sons. So yeah, does that mean she knows that Chad was his son?
0: I guess, you know,
1: Cause how would she know?
0: Well, maybe she was implying the son. You're you're the daddy, no matter what, even if you're not the physical daddy.
1: Right, right.
0: So they give this story to the Venezuelan writer, so that's going to come out somehow. Um, yeah, and you're right. She says sons and her she, hers and the lawyer. She mentions the lawyer, so Gina. So I don't know. Maybe she did know. I don't know how she could have known, but
1: no, I don't know.
0: Annie and Jordan vanish into the Venezuelan night now with, I guess, with Nail still with them. But to where? To where and to what? They have no money.
1: They had some money. Jordan had some money. I thought Frank sent her with the money.
0: Oh, he gave her the money before.
1: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, he gave Nail's money and then he gave Nail's more money. To what, though?
0: Where? To where and what? What is the meaning of this? (laughs)
1: I don't know. And and can we also point out about Ray and that recorder? He's trying to send that message or his phone or whatever that was. And, you know, as he's dead, he's laying there dead and it didn't send. I mean, just kick us again, Nick. Just, you know, kick us again. This wasn't dark enough.
0: Well, Chad's better off with nothing. Ray going to see him is weak. And Chad's better off being separated from ray he
1: absolutely is but what was the point of doing that whole thing where he's trying to send this last message to him and then he can't even do that i mean it was just pitiful
0: well more interesting to me is what is the long trip ahead that jordan and annie and the baby are headed on and nails
1: well who who, i mean they can't do anything because if If this reporter is able to get back with this story and turn all this over, and if it causes some kind of fallout, then they're going to have to be, like, on the run anyway, because there's going to be people that aren't going to appreciate that, right?
0: At least we get one more shot of Annie's knives and Jordan's cleavage, and they're just on their way.
1: We did see Annie, uh, uh, you know, ammoing up before she gets the baby with the knives and the guns and all that. And
0: Nails gets to hang out with two hotties running around Venezuela. He does. All right. So <laughs> I, the other thing I got out of this was South Central and South America where places I've never been seem, seem this way to me. And they're, at least they're portrayed in movies and stuff. They're just parties covering up sadness and poverty. Like the giant party in the street. Those people are all like, Destitute, but they have a giant party with fireworks and streamers, and you know they probably end up drinking all night and having fun. But they're just—it's covering up some underlying deep sadness that's there.
1: That's interesting, and it's know. interesting in the vein of what was going on with them too.
0: And that was it—the end. Season three. Are you in, Michelle? Anyone? <laughs> <You're>
1: in? <laughs> Um I I'm I'm going to say I'm going to give Season 3 a chance but I may um our new euphemism I may orange Season 3 because I will I don't want to I won't say I won't but I do not want to go through another season this bad what what do you think
0: I just hope somebody in control at whatever what was this AMC HBO? They tell Pizzolatto, dude, you you did it right in season one when you had people helping you and giving you advice, and you tried it on your own in season two. You need you need the collaborators again, whether it's Corey Fukunaga or maybe Harrelson and McConney had input, but he he gave the big middle finger F you to everybody this season. Like I don't need anybody. I'm I'm the main man in this, and he flopped and maybe in season 1 he had he had a good story and Fukunaga said all right that's good but we're going to tweak it a little bit this way and a little bit that way and limited things and right. got input from smart people who made that season awesome and he didn't have that this time or well, he,
1: honestly because just some small tweaks i think could have made the complete difference in whether this was a really good show or this really terrible show
0: it's basically the same story he you got know, big powerful Hotshot people, working the system to their advantage, and it was the same premise here. It just didn't work. He needs he needs collaboration because he does have good ideas, but he he doesn't have the fine tuning ability to make those ideas work. Or maybe he fl- maybe he just failed this. Maybe he had a really good hit and then he had a flop, sophomore flop. But I think it was the collaboration that probably made the difference.
1: Well, right. It's like just because you can make a good biscuit doesn't mean you can run a restaurant.
0: That's what I always say.
1: That's what I always say.
0: All right, Michelle. So you orange season three if it doesn't work, but are you – did you orange orange? Are you going to do those episodes for Orange is No Black?
1: I'm going to do – I'm going to finish season three of Orange, and um, I'll be getting that to you hopefully in a few days. Try to get it it. to me before season
0: four. (laughs) Michelle sure. is going to do Orange is the New Black with her daughter, and we're going to post those. So that will be coming hopefully soon. Yep. And we have other shows coming up. Fargo looks like it's going to be good. The Affair probably will be good. Louis is always good. But this is it for True Detective, Michelle.
1: This is it. The end of the line.
0: And um, if you want to reach us, you can find us on West Coast Project. We're the um, True Detective – page on west coast project that's where all the other podcasts are michelle how do people reach you how does Um, our twitter follower reach you when he (laughs) he talks to you
1: um at michelle from tn and
0: at scathing tweets is my twitter so until next season michelle that's it for true detective
1: yay
2: change will come to those who have no i